0: Hello and welcome to level 40 of 3 Extra Lives, a video game and trivia podcast. I'm your host, Tom Knight, and boom, there's the big 4-0. It's great to hit another landmark. And what that means for me personally as well, if you've listened to this show before, you know every 10 levels, I take a week off, little mental health break, keeps me recharged you know you don't want to get burnt out when you're doing these things and i like to take this break every 10 levels so you're not going to see me next week on the airwaves but if you do miss me you can be sure to find me over on twitch because i've started streaming a couple of times a week there streaming an indie game title so why don't you come on over there twitch.tv slash free extra lives come and say hi we've got some channel points going on there and you can even win a free indie game if you save up enough points You gotta answer a question right first, but you can totally do that. So head over there. I'm not gonna be here next week, but you don't have to miss out on your free Extra life Fix. With that out of the way, let's get on with the show! So speaking of Twitch, a game I was streaming last week was a title from itch.io, which is, wait for it, the haunted ps1 demo disc 2020 that's a bit of a mouthful i agree but this project is incredible so developers have come together to create this demo disc basically where you know we've been talking about demo discs on this show fairly recently what they've done is come together with 17 horror titles and they've put them on this demo disc i mean it's not a physical disc it's just a game you download a launcher almost that launches these smaller games that some of them maybe take 10 minutes some of them take a little bit longer i have to say i was streaming for over two hours and i didn't get through them all here's a list of titles that we've got a place forbidden dread delusion dead heat effigy erasure fatten batula filth breed heartworm insomnio killer bees nikoyumi ode to a moon Orange County Sauna 2000, that one is creepy. You wouldn't guess it by the name, but it totally is. Snowy Castle, Tasty Ramen, Until Big Light. Now, a lot of these projects are demos and they're gonna be fleshed out more in the future, but you get a taste of what they're gonna play like. And it really is in the style of retro, kind of PlayStation era graphics. And it really takes you back playing these games. One game in particular in that list was Heartworm, which really captures the Silent Hill, Resident Evil, kind of Dino Crisis even if you played that one. That kind of movement around, the changing of the camera angles, captures it amazingly, really brings you back into that era. And I know I've never been a big fan of horror games. I mean, I, I try to, but I just get so invested in them that I find it too intense to play. And Resident Evil is a series that I've tried to dabble in when I was younger and I just the anxiety levels that it generated I was just so interested in the story like I wanted to play but there's just part of me that's like switch it off but going back to this style of graphics now it's a little bit more digestible I'm not saying that these games didn't creep me up because certain ones definitely did no matter how different the graphics are now I mean I think when you're playing horror games these days the graphics are so high fidelity the realism really captures you. But when you go back to horror games like this, the retro-ness of them, the the rough around the edges almost of you know how these games were, when you look back on them, because when you were playing with the time, it was like, oh my goodness, this is this is the graphical peak we're at right now. But looking back has more of an influence on you, and I think it it can take away from the horror aspect. But I have to say in these demos that they're was still that aspect that I was getting absorbed and getting creeped out. Not all the games on this demo disc are going to have you biting your nails or hiding behind a cushion because there's a game on here called Tasty Ramen, which you're in a ramen shop and you have to go around collecting keys. And then there's just this strange animated ball of ramen that's patrolling. And if it sees you, you get exclamation marks on the screen. It starts chasing you around until you get out of its range. And you're trying to collect all these keys to unlock the door to escape the ramen shop. And I mean, that one was something I started off with because I thought it wouldn't be too intense. And it wasn't. It still generates a bit of anxiety when you get caught and you're getting chased by this strange bowl of ramen creature. But um, yeah, this is something definitely to check out if you are a fan of horror games. And if you have an appreciation for the PlayStation 1, you're going to go into this and you're going to love every second of this. These games have been built in a way that they replicate that graphical visual of the time of the PlayStation 1 era. But they're built on current day technology, but it's created in a way that there's little glitches happening, and it really does just add to the aspect of these games and the genre of horror that they're falling in. And like I said, I haven't got through all of them. I've been playing for over two hours, and I think I got through about half of them. So there is Plenty of playing for you to experience totally for free. Head over to itch.io, there'll be a link in the show notes and you can get your digital hands on a copy of Haunted PS1 demo disc. Try them before they get you. And if you do, why don't you let me know your favorite off the demo disc and which ones creeped you out the most. I have to say, if you check out one called Insomnio. That one really made me feel uncomfortable in the horror way. (laughs) It was super creepy. Again, I can't recommend it enough. Go check it out. You'll have a lot of fun with that. That is the haunted PS1 demo disc 2020. It's trivia time. So we were talking about horror games and let's go straight into this question. Horror game Silent Hill is set in which US state is it? Tennessee, Maine or Oregon? The answer is Maine. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. If you've been listening to this show for a while, you might remember back in Level 8 when I was talking about some of my favourite web games of the past and as you may or may not know adobe have said that they're going to stop updating and distributing the flash player at the end of 2020 so that means all those flash games that you've played in college over the years on the web you won't be able to play them anymore that sucks because there's so many flash games out there it's a real piece of gaming history i think because we've all grown up well most of us have grown up i'm just assuming that We've all played flash games in our time and I know myself going through college and flash games were a big deal. Flash games got the day in sometimes, you know, and you've got the likes of, you know, things like Neopets, which was huge back in my day, Uh, I sound so old saying that, fear not because over on Newgrounds, which is a place where you may have played flash games. Newgrounds. It's an American online entertainment and social media website and company and it hosts user-generated content from gaming, filming, audio and artwork and that's been going since 1995. So I've definitely played a few Flash games over there in my time and they're actually working on a project to save Flash games and it's going to be a Flash emulator. So a very clever person called Mike Welsh is working on this emulator and without getting into the technical side of this basically you'll be able to open this in your browser and you'll be able to load up Flash games through this even animations that were recorded through this as well. I know I was a big fan of Homestar Runner which all ran on Flash so a lot of companies and individuals that have perhaps created content this way have imported it over to YouTube, but there will be stuff that could potentially be lost if we weren't able to still access Flash after Adobe stopped supporting it. And one big thing about this as well is the emulator that's being created over at Newgrounds will allow you to access flash games and flash animations on your mobile, which is something that we haven't actually been able to do on mobile phones. So that's pretty neat. And I think just overall, when it comes to the internet and having a way to preserve our history, because it is that exactly that when you look back and you think, oh, we don't things like this to be lost to time we want to preserve our evolution of gaming that you know we'll look back one day and go hey we were playing that game spank the monkey on web browser and let's let's go back and do that i mean i don't i don't know how many people are going to be revisiting flash games on a regular basis but again it's it's part of my gaming history and i would be really sad if that didn't get preserved in some way that we could go back and relive that nostalgia so hooray to Newgrounds for saving the flash it's trivia time so we're talking about flash and that kind of made me segue into dc and batman that's how i got there can you name the 2009 action adventure game developed by rocksteady studios that kickstarted the batman arkham series The answer is Batman Arkham Asylum. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. And finally, on this level of three extra lives, I'm gonna talk to you about Marooners on the Nintendo Switch. Now this has been out on PC since 2016 actually, but from the 7th of February, 2020, it is now a Nintendo Switch title also. And I have to thank Game Drive NL for supplying me with a key for this game to check it out. And I had a partner in crime who is Amanda, who is from Geek Herring. And uh, we sat down and played this party game on the Switch for quite a while actually. And when it comes to playing games on Nintendo, I'm always thinking of that multiplayer couch aspect. And this game definitely does fit into that. Without making the most obvious comparison, if you've ever played games like Mario Party, where you have various mini games that you go into, they're very short, maybe take a minute or so, think of that in your head while I'm talking about Marooners because Marooners is actually a bit more fast paced than Mario Party. Mario Party usually has the board game aspect, which can take an hour or so to complete, whereas Marooners is, like I say, way more fast paced It has an online mode as well if you want to play with other people. I just played this locally, like I said, with Amanda. You're going in there, you're selecting your character, which is various people from cavemen to pirates to other characters that you unlock along the way. And you choose a weapon for them. And there's lots of silly weapons you can unlock. There's like swords, which isn't silly. Uh, There's balloons. There's just frying pans, guitars. There's anything you can imagine. That's like your main attack. I don't think it really influences anything other than the aesthetic of your character. You can play with up to six people. What we did was we went in and added a couple of computer characters in there. There's two modes that you can play. There's a party mode and there's an arena mode. Now party mode is you'll go in and play various mini games where you're trying to gather as many gems as possible. You're trying to eliminate your opponents. You can collect power-ups during these bouts. There's bombs, there's punching gloves to knock your opponents off edges and eliminate them. And there's arena mode, which solely focuses on eliminating your opponent as quickly as possible. Something that totally took me by surprise in this game is the mode which you can enable for either of these called chaos mode which means that you can start playing a mini game and then after about 10 to 15 seconds it will then pause that mini game it will zoom out it will go to another mini game and start that one and you'll be playing in this other mini game it will then pause that after 10 to 15 seconds go to another mini game start that up and it will keep visiting various mini games that you're having progress until basically you have the last person standing in each and this at the start really confused me because I was like, "What is going on? Why, why aren't we getting to finish this mini game before we move on to another one?" You can turn this off, of course, uh, but it actually was pretty interesting to have various mini games in progress all at one time. And when you were returning to a mini game, you had to quickly switch your mindset of being in that mini game. For example, there's one when you're in a pond and it's covered in lily pads and as soon as you walk on those lily pads they disappear and you've got everyone else walking on lily pads so you're trying not to uh, fall down a lily pad that's just been walked on because it creates a gap which will eliminate your character and when you switch away from something like that and go back to it you quickly got to remember like what you're doing how many people are around there which direction you were walking in and i had to say we had a lot of fun just playing these arenas and playing the party mode in this because it really did take about five to ten minutes. It was really quick to digest around and then get into another one, just kind of keep that momentum going as well and I definitely like the ability to be able to add bots in to kind of fill the gaps if you didn't have a full six people to play offline. There's online mode as well which I didn't investigate, like I said I was more interested in playing this. Offline the switch is something that I do hold dear to my heart As something that it captures that essence of couch play And I haven't really ventured too much online with it because I have other Systems to do that which scratches that itch. So if you're looking for a game to expand your Party game collection on your Nintendo switch I definitely think you'll get a kick out of Marooners, which is developed by M2H You can find it on other platforms as well, like I said, but I really think that on the Switch, a game like this is where it shines because it really is encouraging that multiplayer couch aspect. And just to finish off here, we have an exclusive review from Amanda from Geek So what did you think of Marooner's Amanda? It was fun. So I don't think there's anything else to say after that. Go check it out. It's Marooners by M2H. It's trivia time. So we were talking about Nintendo. So here we go with a Nintendo question. In which Nintendo 64 game does the player take the role of Joanna Dark? The answer is perfect dark. Did you get that one right? If you did, give yourself an extra life. And here we are at the end of the show. Once again, how did you do on the trivia this week? Why not let me know over on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at 3 Lives. As always, you can email the show at podcast at dot com. If you've got any feedback or recommendations for me to check out, and you can find all the show notes for this level of 3 Extra Lives over at 3 everything I've mentioned here, so you don't need to go searching, go check it out. And just a reminder again, I won't be here next week because it's my 10 level break, and I will see you all in level 41! By Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.